0: i'm buzzing me too (laughs) a bit too much i think a bit too much all right welcome to the aligned podcast welcome to episode one my name is lee lawton i'm joined today by my co-host tom waller hi tom great to see you lee so this episode we are going to talk about what is aligned why have we called this podcast aligned and what do we believe aligned means to us so i will let you start tom
1: Brilliant, and I, I'm just really excited for this podcast to start. I think it's something that's really gonna change a lot of people's lives. And Aligned is, you came up with that term when we think about what, what to call the podcast. We've worked together for years now, um, and the reason we work would so well together is because we are Aligned. Is. And what the main you know propensity of what we do is chiropractic and serving people through chiropractic, which is all about aligning them physically, but also we are so into personal development whereby we try to align ourselves to our goal and our mission. On a daily basis, and it's a constant uh, process of improvement that I think we're both going on. Um, and aligned just seemed to come out as a word that just encompasses everything that we want to achieve with this.
0: Yeah, it came very naturally. Um, aligned, yeah, agreed. We, me and you are very aligned with our goals and each other, I believe. And for me, aligned is being aligned physically um through chiropractic obviously and we'll go into our stories in a little while and and why we're both so obsessed with chiropractic and um but also aligned with your conscience and aligned with source and it's on a spiritual level for me as well just being aligned and i believe in listening to the universe and and one day the word aligned just came to me we discussed it starting a podcast and aligned just struck me and i think it's perfect
1: I think it's really good if we think it, if we really think of chiropractic and we'll go off tangent there's a little bit here, but um BJ Palmer, developer of chiropractic, he used to talk about thought flashes, or what he calls thought flashes. Um and that is being in touch with something higher above and being in a state of what now I think um personal development world would call in flow state. And these things really do come to us and he would call it the superconscious, not the subconscious that thing that is above our normal state of thinking. And I think when you are online, when you are in tune, and when you are just surrendering to the process in part on the pursuit of a mission that you want, these things come to you and they're just, it's the best idea that that you have.
0: Yeah, Um, and speaking of the Palmers, this is one thing that I really want to get out of this podcast, so the way this podcast is going to be structured is different to a lot of podcasts, so it's going to be aimed Mainly at uh, chiropractors, obviously, but we're going to be talking about um, topics and subjects that, uh, uh, that can appeal to anybody. Anybody can do personal development, but one thing that I want to learn from you is a bit more on the 33 principles, because yeah. I love chiropractic, but the 33 principles is something that takes some getting your head around when you're not a chiropractor, um, and the ones that I've seen really... Resonate with me so much, and I think that's why I've got into working with chiropractors so much. Obviously, my backstory is a huge part of that, but also just the philosophy of chiropractic resonates with somebody who loves personal development so deeply. I feel
1: it's well, it's it's a way, it's essentially a way of life. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a whole show on the 33, but it's it's an a priori way of life. Essentially, you have a, a statement that you believe, and then everything is based off of that. Mm. So, chiropractic believes there's a it, there's a universe intelligence in all matter that continuously gives to it all the properties and actions thus it in existence mm-hmm. now that can be pertained to anything if you're religious you believe in a God that will will give animation to the whole of life yeah if you're a spiritualist you believe in a higher purpose or power that will give source a way, the way, universe, a, a, a yeah. way to life so it's it's a huge part of it and then personal development is so key chiropractic is our is our thing for where we are in our phase of life right now mm-hmm in coaching chiropractors over the years, it's not about the next marketing gimmick. It's not about the next tip. It's not about the next trick. It's not about the next uh, way to do a report of findings or or a new patient appointment. It's you first. Now, both of us—you teach the best marketing I think there is in chiropractic. I teach what I believe is the best systems in chiropractic report of findings and adjusting. Well not. But before that is the personal development. Yeah, and that's what this show is going to nuance between the two of those. Yeah, quite regularly.
0: Yeah, and no matter what you're doing, whether you're a chiropractor or any business, your business will never surpass your level of personal development. That's not something that I've made up. I know, know. It's so true. That it's, <laughs> but we both listen to so many podcasts that it only makes sense for us to create this podcast. So I think I heard that from Wes Watson, but he says, I'm, I'm sure it's him, he says exactly that. your Your level of business and success will never surpass your level of personal development. And another quote that I heard the other day is um, before you can do what you would like to do, you must become the person who can do it.
1: So true. So true. And you, again, you look at these chiropractors who invest thousands. Now this is what's quite extraordinary is this podcast is, is going to be available to everybody. But chiropractors who invest thousands in the next trick tip strategy. And why does one succeed and one fail? Go right back to BJ Palmer. What did BJ Palmer said? Why do two people sitting at the same table, working the same job, eating the same food, why does one get sick and one not? And that's down to their environment, that's down to their level of adaptability, which is chiropractic. Mm-hmm. But in a business point of view, why can two people be fed exactly the same information and one succeeds and one doesn't? And it's down to their level of personal development.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Habits and routines.
1: Exactly. Which this show is going to go into. Um, should we talk about, about us?
0: Yeah. Um, which is
1: what we probably both don't like to do <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, yeah, not, not particularly but I think we can approach it by how we're going to structure the podcast so there's obviously going to be the personal development stuff that we've spoken about but we both can bring something quite different to the table so I think and I'm not actually mentioning this to you but we, we could do like an episode on personal development yeah. obviously and then an episode on how to run a practice which is obviously your area of expertise and then an episode on media and marketing mm-hmm. so we've got these skills that every chiropractor needs, whether you like to market your practice or not, it's necessary if you want to grow it to a substantial level. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're the skills that we're going to bring to the table. And I think that's how we're going to structure it with this. So
1: great. I, I'm just going to touch that point and not leave it just left there. Whether you want to market or not, chiropractors at the heart want to serve people, they yep. want to get people better. But nobody's going to get better unless they get adjusted. Yep. And nobody's going to get adjusted unless they walk through your door and say yes to care, which comes all the way back down to and what, what you're really good at, marketing, not just bringing the next stream of people through the door, but people who want your service yep. uh,
0: through the door who will become lifetime patients. So I think those episodes are pretty cool. Mm. And the re- that's the reason we use video. So <clears throat> there are a lot of marketers who will take a picture, run a lead gen ad, run it as a even the stock photo sometimes, which is just a the sort of photo that you get in a picture frame when you buy it. And they will offer massive discounts on their new patient assessments and run an ad and get leads in and tell people that can get them leads for X cost. But what are you building there? Mm. There's no relationship. There's no authority. There's no trust. But with a video and the way we do advertising, which is the whole reason we do it the way we do it, is because when... A potential patient sees you online, and they see your ad, and it comes up, and they get to see inside your practice, and they get to see you speaking directly to them about the issue that they've got. That builds trust and a relationship. The fact that you're even on video on their screen builds authority, mm. and that's how you create new patients who aren't just there for a quick rep.
1: So true. and so John You're, I mean, you're a genius at it. I see that in the result of my practice. Um. And you know the stuff that we're going to give away of this, this, the seasons of this podcast is going to be extraordinary for people. And I think at the end of the day, what yeah. I, what I really enjoy about working with you, and the reason I refer so many people to you, is you give a shit about people actually having chiropractic. Yes. You're not there for the leads. No. You actually want people to get under chiropractic care,
0: not for the short term. No. For the long term, why is that? So. My story, yeah, I'll miss again, into that <laughs> story, okay, um, so I had never been to a chiropractor before two thousand and eighteen. I never really knew much about chiropractic, and the first time I came to see you, I told you that I thought you were going to break my neck,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I was nervous about chiropractic, um, but it was a necessity for me because when I before i did what i do with chiropractors i had a market and a media agency that were with all kinds of business and before that i had a e-commerce store where i would sell it was in the spiritual jewelry niche actually and i was i would sell items online and my supplier would ship them to my customer and while i was doing this i was traveling the world and i was in thailand i spent a year as with thailand as my base <clears throat> and i traveled to china and malaysia and all different countries around there but While I was in Thailand in October 2017 I went to a water park an inflatable water park called the Chiang Mai Grand Canyon went down one of the slides head first and my arm stuck in at the bottom and I scorpioned and got five compression fractures so uh, from T8 to T12 compression fractures in each vertebrae and two bulging discs I believe Um, so massive amounts of pain went to the hospital had an X-ray, told me they couldn't see anything. Um, told me I needed an MRI scan. I took that as you're fine. Um, we can't see anything. You're fine. Went away. Was in massive pain, um, <clears throat> and I had to have. I was with. A, I had a partner at the time who I was who I was traveling with, and she used to have to hold me as a back brace because when I was riding the scooter, I was in so much pain that having her squeezing me would actually take the pain away from the spine. Um, So after about five weeks of that, I decided I probably should go back for that MRI scan. And when I went back, that's when they told me that I'd had these compression fractures and that there was nothing they could do. And they actually said, in broken English, because I was in Thailand, um, if you had come earlier, there might have been a way that they could have injected some sort of concrete-like solution into my vertebrae to fill them up. So, not going for that MRI was probably the best thing that I'd ever probably done. Probably the best thing. Because had they done, I would have hated to have that. Now, if they'd have offered me it, I would have probably said no, because I'm not the type of person who will do, um, who, will, who just goes into surgery willy nilly. I'm not the type of person who takes loads of medication. And actually, proudly, since finding chiropractic, I haven't taken a single painkiller or medication since I first visited you. Did, really? Did you know that? I didn't know that. I never, never, had, never had an ibuprofen, never had a paracetamol, never had anything. I love that. Um, so yeah, I came back to England after being in massive amounts of pain. And a friend of mine said, you should go to Epoch. Me, my wife and my daughter all go. Go and see Tom, see what he can do. And that was when I got introduced to chiropractic. So went to see Tom, um, got adjusted for the first time. I think it was a year, it was almost a year after the original ind- injury, because I put it off for a little while before I came, um, and I was in a lot of pain, And, um, but when I actually came in to see you, I couldn't walk for 15 minutes without being in pain, and I think when we got there, it wasn't just the compression fractures that was the problem. My neck was almost straight from years of fixing iPads and tablets being bent over and fixing laptops and being bent over and, and like a question mark, basically. Mm-hmm. But within three months, I walked 110 miles around uh, theme parks in two weeks in America. No pain. And that was when I decided that I would work with chiropractors. And I had to introduce more people to chiropractic.
1: Did you write your review when you were on holiday? Did
0: yeah. I was review, didn't you? I was sat on a fountain in Epcot in Florida. And I sat down and just wrote the review for oh. last there. But that's such a story. And I think the, the main
1: thing I grasped on that is you took a leap of faith. You came on a referral. And you had three months of care before you really noticed the benefits. Yeah, which is you understand that's what it can take, Mm -hmm. Um, and it literally changed your life. And I, you know, I adjusted you, but as any chiropractor, shouldn't take all the credit because your body's done a huge amount of work. Yeah. Um, But knowing that, being through that journey, you know, you are the best place marketer out there to to do it. I'm going to stick with you a little bit because. I want to dig a little bit deeper because I think people would like to know, deserve to know that that was your introduction to chiropractic. But you've come such a long way to get to where you are right now uh, in terms of working a job you didn't like, turning your life around, uh, committing to doing something for yourself. Um, What's the car story outside work?
0: Yeah, so... um... Oh, right. There's two car stories.
1: they right. okay, cool. So, <laughs> I me- blew car? <laughs> no.
0: so I the car story that you're talking about is when I was working at Know How. Mm-hmm. I was fixing laptops and tablets and I was miserable in my job. And I've always had a problem with authority, um, which I think is a, a trait of entrepreneurs and um, free thinkers. And I've always... I always knew that I wanted to do something else and I didn't know what I was going to do. And I was working this job and I left school when I was 15 with no GCSEs. My highest GCSE was a D and it was in French and I got all of my, all the others were E's, F's and I got a U in music because I went to work for my dad because I didn't know I had the exam. So school wasn't great with me me and school did not get along very well at all but i was working dead end job after dead end job after dead end job and i was so frustrated that i just had a a breakdown in my car and i was holding onto the steering wheel screaming "Ah, what am i gonna do what am i gonna do and i just didn't know what i was gonna do and this is when i first started listening to podcasts this was when i first started listening to podcasts and it was Either two thousand and thirteen or two thousand and fourteen, and I started my own business in two thousand and fifteen. Um, from teaching myself from YouTube and podcasts and buying courses online to teaching myself how to run Facebook ads, but that's what it—that's what it takes. I think a lot of professionals miss that yeah. because a lot of professionals, the way society is,
1: um, they tend to have an easier upbringing. They tend to be pushed into those careers, and they tend to end up where they are. Now, not so true for a lot of chiropractors, especially the older ones, because it didn't used to be that way. Mm. If I'm honest, recently it's started to move that way because it's got a bit medical and it's a bit easy for, for young grads. And yeah. I hope this podcast doesn't turn those those newer people off. It actually enthuses them to do more. Um but that's sometimes what it takes to really get somewhere in life is to is to you know, get to somewhere where you're like, oh fuck, I have to figure this out. Yeah. And then lean into it.
0: Yeah, I was facing, like, depression, and I was really down. Um, just knowing that I wasn't fulfilling my potential, I think, um, <clears throat> it got to the point where it was just basic, easy easy for me to do my job, um, and I didn't really have any other direction to go. I didn't want to progress further in the business and do management. It was I saw what it was at that place, and, yeah, so I decided to go and start on my own, um, and it's brought me here to chiropractic, which is awesome. For any listeners that... haven't been introduced to you which I'm sure there's not that many in the chiropractic space Um, why don't you give us a bit of your backstory and and what you do for chiropractic
1: cool Um, so I've been a chiropractor I graduated in 2010 Um, I've been on a journey in chiropractic in the sense that I, I graduated and I was groomed at university into this very mechanistic medical minded chiropractor uh, within my first year, I got extremely bored in practice. Like I was doing f- like scheduled 30-minute appointments, seeing them in like 5, 10 minutes, and 20 minutes like one we're doing now, seeing some amazing results in practice which I couldn't quantify my level of thinking. So I just dived into YouTube and started watching YouTube videos mm. uh, and seeing another side of this. Uh, and Having always been someone who likes to get themselves in trouble and a rebel at heart, that said to me that I need to chase this or do something different. So that sent me on a journey of learning. um, And then throughout my career, I've completely flipped it around to uh, probably being one of the more vocal people on the vitalistic side of chiropractic. Um, And I think what drives me the most is sticking up for the little guy. Like, I think at school, I had a bit of a tough time. I enjoyed my school, but I always fight, always trying to prove my point. Mm -hmm. And and I hate when people can't do that. Uh, And I see in healthcare, that's the position of chiropractors, to stick up for what's right for people and, and really show them the way. Um so I've had some great time in chiropractic. I've I've been the vice president on, on a on a national board. And I've spoken all around the world. I teach chiropractors how to adjust. I teach them how to run practices. Um but I think it just comes from from a point of view of say whatever someone says that I might not be able to do, I I try and do it. Um and nowadays I spend my time in full time practice with some great associates here in Lincoln. Uh who really are changing lives in themselves, um, and then coaching chiropractors, both one-on-one mentorship, and also uh, with their adjusting training.
0: So what actually originally made you choose chiropractic? It's
1: funny. If you ever listen to podcasts before, everyone asks about their chiropractic story. Oh, I had a bender-bender, or this changed my life. My mum used to make me massage her feet on the fucking sofa in the evening. Uh, and being the mug that I was, I, I would do it. That spiraled into her going, I think you should be a chiropractor. I don't know why, like feet and backs, like I don't know, but she said, you're good with your hands. Uh, I'd seen a chiropractor when I was young. He helped me with headaches. He helped me with asthma. My parents saw him because of back pain. Not really anything more than that. I wanted a career in the military, and I pursued um, officer selection for the Royal Marines. And on the same weekend, I got accepted for that and for chiropractic. Wow. That's and not I saw I was already a Royal Marine reservist at the time. Uh and I thought to myself, actually, you know what, I'm gonna I can still do that and do chiropractic at the same time. So I went to do chiropractic. Uh couldn't keep up with the military stuff and dodged headfirst into into korean chiropractic.
0: I never knew that you almost went in the military.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd be great at it. I think it'd be great until someone really tells me what to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but no discipline and stuff. The discipline I think comes from discipline comes from my dad, like you know he he he's not a harsh authoritarian at all he's a soft kind of man but he was always very disciplined yeah and i think that's where i've learned
0: a lot of my discipline from it's funny my dad my dad left when i was six but he was always very disciplined and militant and then when i was 15 i left school and i went to work for my dad and i'd not seen him for very very little of him for 10 years yeah. And I always had an issue with him, and I always had beef with him growing up. And then over the last few years of all the self reflection and work that I've done on myself, I realised that's where my work ethic comes from. Yeah. Him teaching me when I was fifteen, he used to teach me how to sweep floors. He had a groundwork business. Yeah. And he used to show me this is how you sweep a floor. You start here and you work and you push everything one way, and it's and un- it's perfect. So you don't have to go back and re-sweep. Everything is clear from where you've been forward. And I used to I've had issues with him for years and now i look back and i'm like he like taught me the most some of the most important lessons in my life
1: yeah it's, it's, just, it's funny though these lessons we don't necessarily perceive that we, we
0: learn uh, over time but the only way that we learn those is with self-awareness and self reflection and introspection like like looking at yourself and thinking about your thoughts and that's personal development as well right absolutely i really excited to dig into that so should we leave the podcast there? Should we leave the intro there? Yeah, I think it's a good intro.
1: Yes. It's a nice intro into to what we're going to do. Um, we have intentions for this to be huge. And the only way it's going to be huge is if, if people rally behind it. But I think they will because we're going to provide so much content and so much fun. Yeah. So I encourage people to really stick with the
0: program and, uh, and enjoy what we're going to be bringing out. Yeah, we're going to be releasing a few episodes in a short space of time. So if you enjoyed this one, be sure to subscribe and check out those next episodes that are coming up. And then we're going to be releasing on a weekly basis after that. Um, So thank you for listening. Yeah. And please like and share the podcast anywhere you can. And subscribe on Apple iTunes and we will speak to you in the next episode.